Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment, the Donna and Steve experience on this Monday morning. Uh, Donna is taking the day off. Steve is in LA filming Ring Nation. So you've got. Uh, Maddie B from TV. You've got Rocco, and I forgot my own name. The it's legendary Don, Don McLean. That's right. I used to be called Jess McLean back in the yeah. day, so sometimes it's hard to say my first name. Okay, <laughs> let's do Good story. Uh, let's yeah. do some music. Okay, music. give me a oh, beat. Sorry. No, I gotta find it. Oh, okay. There it is. Well oiled machine. It's time to talk music. I enjoy music with Donna Valentine. Yeah! And Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This is the beat. Ooh, Taylor Swift, honey, that Midnight's record uh, record album is off to a record-breaking start in the U.S. She is bringing it in. Actually, it is skyrocket. It broke Spotify. Right. Like over the weekend or whatever. I mean, it just it, people it, it shut it down for a little bit. It was overwhelming how many people wanted to listen to this Midnight's album from Taylor Swift just dropped Friday. Um, and actually, it has rapidly, quickly become the uh, number one selling album of the year to date. Oh. Already at 800,000 copies across the U.S. Uh, through its first day on all formats. Well, that's good. Huge numbers. She's um, still doing well. Yeah, she's she's gonna be all right. I think her four hundred one k is gonna yeah. carry she her can through go retirement. On a trip or two. Yeah. When you have that much money, do you just like go? I want to go on a yacht um, in the off the coast of Italy this weekend, and yeah. then you just make it happen. Yeah. Because I, what I would do with big money is that I mm. would invest a lot of it and make sure that I had a place to live. For, yes. Forever. Yes. Just in case things go terribly wrong. And we've and that's what we talk about here on this program is when celebrities have things go horribly wrong. <laughs> Usually yeah, we're exactly. talking about it. I'd so. be scared. I don't care if I was Taylor Swift. I know. Don't but, take yeah. it away. No, but she's doing great. Uh, yeah, she's all over. The, now, my question is, and, and maybe you all can weigh in on this or something, mm-hmm. but I don't. I have trouble identifying on this album. What's the song of the album? Do you know what I mean? Like, is it the purple? Or the the midnight haze or whatever um, is it? it what, like like isn't there usually like the the song that like everyone associates with an album? But this one I can't figure out. My understanding it maybe that antihero is the first mm. single. Okay. Yeah. Um, I gave it. I gave the first three or four songs a listen uh, in the car on the drive to Madison this weekend, and I don't think anybody in my car was that into it. Did you oh, guys listen at all? I know some people are crazy excited about it. I mean, I yeah. Oh yeah, Brittany was texting me about it. I mean, there are the Swifties are a buzz. Yeah, I'm know. sure. I mean, I, I I always speak my mind and tell the truth on the radio. Mm-hmm. <laughs> As opposed but to let me just uh, well, you know, a lot of people something? just <laughs> no. I mean, a lot of people just kind of want to play the game of everybody else likes it, so I will too. Oh no, yeah. I could care less about Taylor Swift. Same. Wow. Uh, she does nothing for me. I actually, and no disrespect, she works hard, and yeah. I do understand that songwriters really respect her. Yeah. Uh, but I just don't get it. That's what I'm going to say personally. Got it. I don't get her. I don't dislike her. I just think she's eh, 
Yeah. I think same for me. It just does not speak to me. Sometimes, speak. you know, I drive like four kids to school every morning and one of the girls plays <laughs> a lot of Taylor Swift. And I'm just like, this is not for me. But it yeah. is for her, a 12-year-old girl. Yeah. Uh, it's for someone. I mean, yeah. there are so many famous musicians who think she's just prolific and, and mm-hmm. just, you know, give her mad props. And I, I can say that is fantastic. Yeah. Yes. But I just realize it's not, she's not for me. I get it, I get it. Hey, well, one person who's apparently a fan is Janet Jackson. Oh, Jan- yeah, tell us about that. Yeah, Janet Jackson's uh, sending her some love because apparently, and again, I haven't, like, memorized the album yet, but in the song uh, Snow on the Beach, it's the fourth track, uh, Swift calls out uh, Janet. There's a reference um, in the lyrics to her, and she goes, uh, she sings, uh, now I'm all for you like Janet, in a nod to Jackson's Grammy-winning 2001 hit single and album, All For You. Um, And so it's like there's a little allusion that Swift wrote in there into that song. But it is about her. Yeah, and And it's about Janet. It's a reference to Janet Jackson, kind of a nod. But it comes back to Taylor. Yeah. Like, uh, now I'm all for you like Janet. Yeah, but anyway, Janet Jackson approves. Like, she isn't, like, raising any kind of eyebrows or any kind of, like, why are you putting my name in your mouth and all this stuff. No, she uh, loved the name drop. She is, uh, she smiled when she was listening to it for the first time, just, like, absolutely thrilled. She was humming along to the melody. She goes, it's nice, it's nice. And there's a clip of her online somewhere as she was on Instagram experiencing this reference to her. Uh, So, yeah, she wrote back, I love it, Uh, you know. Uh, posting back because most people that are Taylor fans are like who's Janet Jackson (laughs) (laughs) the 12 year old girl that Rocco was driving to school it's so funny because when I saw Janet Jackson on the sheet today I was like I think I had a dream about Janet Jackson last night and I just remembered that Dawn is a dream interpreter so I was in line to get an autograph from her and I got to the front of the line and I was like what should I have her say you know other than just her name and I was like uh, you know how in the song uh, Escapade she yells out Minneapolis? I was like, I'm from Minneapolis. I should ever just write Minneapolis with an exclamation point. So I said that to her, and she said something about, no, she didn't have time oh, to do that. Oh, oh you no. got dismissed. What's that mean? Dog? Yeah, okay, so if you dream about a celebrity, this is an imagined part of yourself. Okay. okay. You think and you're it, Janet it, Jackson. It, well, a little bit. Like, you have to think of what Janet Jackson means to you. So that part of you wanted to connect with the real Rocco. Okay. Like you wanted to reach out to that part of you within yourself and you got rejected. Mm. Oh. And it has to do with feeling um, like you're accepted and like you're in um, a comforting environment. Ooh. So your inner Janet Jackson rejected you. Oh, man. So maybe I need to work on that. Yeah. <laughs> Please. Okay. We Should want I... a full functioning Rocco. <laughs> okay. Okay. I want you to bring out more of your Janet Jackson because okay. then I will do better at trivia. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, yeah, Swifty, whether you love her or not, she yeah. did become, she broke the record, the most streamed artist in a single day, and Janet Jackson, among all the other people who listened, seemed to like the music, but I'm sorry that you two are like kind of lukewarm okay. on See, it. See, the thing about... You can recognize her awesomeness. Can, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I'm not one of those people, I'm like, oh, you know, I don't like it, so I don't listen to it. No, That's that, it. Yeah. You know, if you don't like a yeah. show or... Yeah, right. just and I learned it. a while back, just not, don't be a hater. Yes. I mean, Haters gonna Just because I don't hate, like hate, it hate. doesn't mean, you know, I mean, there's a reason she's famous. Like, a, a billion people that love Taylor Swift are not idiots. Right, there's, we're dumb. Yeah, there's a reason why she's a <laughs> beloved, and there's a reason why it doesn't speak to me, and I'm just fine with that. Yeah, because yeah. I'm not in the demo. Right. <sighs> Neither are you. Right. All right. Well, moving on to Halsey, mm-hmm. um, she actually credits Alanis Morissette as the inspiration behind her best blank you songs, like "Screw You." 
Okay. Um, so I guess she's been writing for her and influencing her songwriting over the years. And um, she was in L.A. on Saturday night. She was performing at the Hollywood Bowl. Mm-hmm. And she said, hey, um, my whole life, uh, how to write the best blank you songs of all time. Um, and then she used the she, they pronouns. Mm. She explained, without these, I, I would be nowhere without you. So that's what she told the crowd. She said, it's very Alanis-esque. She's talking about her without me song. So that is really cool. I did not know that about her. She's very interesting, Halsey. Yeah. At the beginning of her career, she said some dumb things that I can't even really remember, and I was kind of turned off by her. Mm -hmm. But then I kind of was like, I don't know. She's pretty talented. You know, she, again, uh, she did a concert in Minneapolis, a free concert that I went to. You did? Randomly, because I caught... um, uh, I caught wind of it happening, and you could just you had to just go. Right. It was like kind of shady, actually. Oh, it felt sure. weird because it was like you, you have there. to go. <laughs> you had to go to like the Marriott <laughs> to like, and then you had to get you to go up in person to get this ticket. You couldn't like reserve it online. You had to physically go get it. And you know what? I, later it was at the Armory. You know the the recently redone at that yes. time thing in the Armory uh, in Minneapolis, and they she shot a music video of mm. her new song at the time, and and. Like 8,000 free tickets were handed out. So, I mean, she filled the place because, yeah, it was free. Um, and it was it was really incredible. But I remember it was an interesting experience. I mean, they had fire and craziness going Red on in the Stone? stage. Oh. Well, well, yeah, tis, tis the season. But they uh, and they she would she did the song again because you could tell they wanted to get like the best perfect takes for the video. So she sang ah. like the hit song. And then she was like, "Okay, everybody," and then she, and then did it again. You know, that's so. a cool experience to be a part of. Yeah, it was neat. I, 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 and then if you watch the video, you're like, "I'm out there somewhere." Rocco, have you ever been in a music video? Hmm. You probably have, right? You go to so yeah, many. Concerts. I guess I don't know. You're right. I don't. You know, nothing too crazy. But yeah, if the, uh, there's a dumb one that I that's going to be too obscure. Uh, but if you're a Trip Shakespeare fan out there and you like Channel 2, you'll remember me in the front row of that show. Uh, but no, I don't think I have. But you're right. You yeah. go to a show and they're like, let's do the song. Let's do it again. Janet Jackson did that. When, you know, we talked about her earlier for the Black Cat video out uh, at the Met Center back in like 89. Yeah. And then Bruce Springsteen did that for Dancing in the Dark uh, here at the Civic Center with uh, Courtney Cox. Remember wow. that? Oh, my gosh. That was here? Yeah, back in like 84. Yeah. Wow. That was a good year. It's yeah. just the onion of Minneapolis. Just the apple just keeps... Uh, onion apple? Yeah, we'll get to that. Oh, later. yeah. We'll get to that. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> that sounds so, like a really interesting salad. So coming up next, we have some food news. Matt is going to tell you mm-hmm. about the pumpkin that we eat. There's something mysterious about it and something we're running out of, again, right <sighs> before the holidays. Uh, so coming up next on My Talk 1071. It's the Don and Steve show on My Talk 1071. Uh, we are going to do some food news coming up here, but just want to thank Maddie B from TV for sticking. Oh, it's your stop. 11th day on the show. Yes. Filling in for Steve. I am the Donna today and Rocco is me. <laughs> Actually, right. Rocco is Rocco right yes. now, but he was me in the nine o'clock hour. We need like a whiteboard with arrows for who's playing yeah, the who role. Yeah, who am of- I today? <laughs> yes. It's going to get better. I think I- Steve said he'll, after, yeah. after this week, he'll be Back oh, for a while. I have a funny story for you two in particular, those who run the board. Um, I 
guys, at 1130, I'm going to tell a story about a revelation oh. that I just had. Rocco, Don kind of knows. Don't spoil it. I won't. Um, Rocco, you're going to laugh. You might actually legitimately laugh at this about what I thought was happening when a particular sound was happening during the show. So we'll go over it's that. It's pretty good. In about an hour. Anyway, how about some food news? Yeah. Welcome to Donna and Steve's. Can I interest you in some food news today? Yummy. All right, who wants to go first? You want me to go first with this pumpkin stuff? This yeah. is this makes me mad, but actually I feel like a lot of people already know this, but I think the knowledge gets forgotten about. I don't remember anything. So Well good. So everything's new. You could tell me the same thing tomorrow and I'd be like, Really? You're the best kind of listener. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't they already talk about that? Uh anyway. Uh pumpkin. The the pumpkin that you carve mm. is not the pumpkin that you eat. And even though the pumpkin orange and from the patch that we think about when we say the word pumpkin is on the can of pumpkin you might buy to make a pie or recipe, that's not the pumpkin that is in the can. You what? follow me? Speaking of whiteboards. What is it? It's, it's squash. It's, no, it isn't. No, uh, listen. You, if 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 you ever tried to I'm like, leaving. If you if you ever tried to cut up and bake and or eat the carving pumpkin, oh. it's not good. It's it's too much. It's too stringy. There's not. There's a oh, low right. sugar content. It's uh got a lot of water in it. Um, because yeah. it's literally grown to be carved. Like this has morphed into like this is just for your front porch slash jack-o'-lanterns and the what's in the can of quote-unquote pumpkin is actually squash and there are smaller before all the emails start blowing up there are smaller pumpkins you're emailing us about this and you're mad i'm sorry (laughs) i'm sorry for you you have a sad life you should see some of the emails we get in the newsroom um about how ugly my ties are. <laughs> oh, please. I know. Well, I don't know. Oh, God. Get a life, people. Sugar pumpkins. They are kind of ugly at times. I admit it. Um, sugar pumpkins are smaller pumpkins that kind of look like the big old you know, ones you get at the pumpkin patch. The big old pumpkins. Yeah. And they are, they are pie pumpkins. And you can make pie out of those. But the stuff you get in the can is squash. Because um, the Food and Drug Administration, oddly, doesn't really differentiate. It's like a blurry line between They're what is doing pumpkin weird and things over there. what is squash. Um, and the and they made uh, Libby's as a big pumpkin. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Can pumpkin person. Oh, Libby. Company. Libby. And they actually, that company actually created um, something called the Dickinson Squash, which it's really like butternut yeah. squash. And it was developed for Libby's to, to make canned pumpkin. So when you're eating pumpkin pie made with canned stuff, it's, not it's a squash pie. Just there you go. That's it. Oh, Even okay. if it says 100% pumpkin on the label, because thank the government, it's, you know, I don't know. it's vague. Wonder, we grew pumpkins, and I wonder what my mom did with them. I don't know. I mean, 
Yeah. Unbelievable. Great story. All real right. quick, Rocco's going to have his gravestone thing, but let me talk about turkeys real fast. Sure. Uh, there, and again, this is getting, I kind of rolled my eyes when I saw this. There's another, another turkey shortage this year. So, mm. you know, maybe consider uh, a Cornish game hen. I don't know. Oh, what is yeah. the weird little. Oh, little, little. Oh, I love those. My birds. dad used to cook those for us. Yeah. We had an individual little, yeah. little bird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my little bird. <laughs> That's fun. Oh, my own little bird. It's, a, it's some perfect storm of turkey prices crashing in 2019. The big turkey crash of 2019, you yeah. know. And then the pandemic piled on, and then there's like bird flu in there a little bit. and it's no. So basically all it means is that your turkey price is going to go up a good... Is it supply chunk. chain issues? That's what I'm going to say. If I cannot get somewhere on time, yep. when I arrive, I'm going to go supply <laughs> oh, chain issues. Like to a meeting yeah. or something. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's supply yeah. you know, supply chain 35 issues. 35W is all backed up. It's all a supply chain fault. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Supply chain fault. Anyway. Okay, so get your turkey right, early. Rocco. What are we supposed okay. to do? I don't know. Just eat something else. Next. Okay. So, Don, you're a ghost person. Are you also a graveyard person? Of course. Yeah, I'm kind of a graveyard person, too. But not like this next person I'm going to talk about. Have you ever heard of this? And in fact, this person never did either. Gravestones <laughs> with recipes on them? No. Me Could either. You imagine if what? your life was boiled down to a cookie recipe. No, boiled like down. Good like, pun um, there. Yeah. So there's an article in the Washington Post. There's this woman on TikTok. She was new to this too. She's like, "What? They're gravestones with recipes on them?" Sure enough. Um, like for instance, this woman right here. She's buried, and on top of her grave is a recipe for her spritz cookies. Are you kidding? One cup of butter and margarine, three quarters cup is sugar. Is it etched one... in? Yes, yeah. etched in. <laughs> oh, my land. It's like in the granite. Yeah. And yeah. so this woman has decided to, uh, she had an internship, um, and part of her thing was to uh, deal with uh, cemeteries and stuff. Okay. She, she went on TikTok and on these websites and found all these gravestones with recipes on it. She's made of a woman's fudge. From from Logan, Utah. God, I hate that. Uh, that's uh, two uh, two SQ chocolate, two squares of chocolate, yeah. two tablespoons of butter, melt on low heat. <laughs> Anyways, um, and she's made uh, oatmeal cookies, nut bread, yeast does cake, she, peach cobbler, blueberry pie, and cheese dip. That's amazing. Does she go back and like eat it? At yeah, the I believe grave? so. Right, and um, oh. if you go to this Washington Post article. When I click on cheese dip, it takes me to her TikTok. Um, I'll put it on the show link. This is page, so good. Guys. I love the title that the post put on there. Woman bakes recipes she finds on gravestones. Uh, they're to die for. In quotes. Oh, I get it. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, I this one it. is the it's Red Lantern show. cheese dip. She was very excited because this was the first one that was a savory recipe and not like a sweet, you know, yeah. uh, you know, cookie recipe. I'm seeing this right now. I've never. That is. Really cool. All right, lightning round. What would your recipe on your gravestone be? Uh, Rocco, you're up first. Oh, geez. Well, I, the family spaghetti's pretty good, but I don't know if that's a secret or not. I'll have to look into that. Yeah, it's not a secret anymore when it's out there for the whole world to but, make in the graveyard. It's funny. One of the comments here on TikTok says they did this to ensure the family visits because they knew nobody would remember the actual recipe. Oh. That is so cool. That is cool. Oh my gosh, I don't know what I would put. Uh, I would say, um, I would not put our family sauce recipe because that is a secret. Yeah. <laughs> I would probably put, um, oh, monster cookies. Yeah, yeah. I'm a cookie. Per- I, I have a sugar cookie recipe that's pretty good. I keep, right. That we keep them coming back to the graveyard. Okay, let's play a game, right? Back to the graveyard. Yes, give us a call, 651-641-1071. We're ready to play the 
College of Pop Culture Knowledge with you coming up next. My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. It's the Don and Steve Experience. I'm Don McClain. That's Maddie B from TV over there. There's DJ Rock Lobster. Yes, yes. And we are going to play the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. Do you have that button? You do. Of course you do. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. <laughs> His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host. DJ Rock Lobster. Lobster. I want to see how smart you are. I have nightmares about this music, Rocco. <laughs> I really do. I have dreams about this show, and this this game scares yeah, me. I mean, trivia is not... It's necessarily not your thing, my strength. but you are a window replacer. Yeah, man, <laughs> that's something. Yeah. That's great. You're so right about that. Not Listen like an insulated window. That. Not an insulated window. Just like a cheap, you know, utility don't, sash. Don't sell yourself. You short. just jam it in the hole and caock it and paint it. That's <laughs> oh good to my go. god! We're that's all you can isolate that. Yeah, ten thirty one. Wow. Um, so we're ready to play a game. Yeah. Who do we have We've on the line? We've uh, got Bill, I believe, on the line. And here's the deal, Bill. It is National United Nations Day. Oh. Um, I think the United Nations was, like, founded on this day in, like, 1945. All right. It's celebrated every year on uh, October 24th. So what I've done is I've found um, movies that have countries in the title. Oh, God. Okay. We're, we're reaching, are we? Yeah, Bill, who do you think between uh, Don and Matt knows more about movies that have a country in the title? Mm. Are you there? Oops, sorry, I hit the wrong button. There we go. So, I'm going to have to, sorry, Don, I'm going to have to go with uh, Matt. Oh, hi. Okay, what did you say at first? Because we didn't hear it about a lot. I'm sorry, I didn't think, yeah, I think because Matt uh, is is on the news, he probably says the names of countries a lot, so that's what I'm going with. That's right. I know, yeah. Yeah. Just sound out the words. Okay, so... There you go. All right. I'll get out of here. Whatever. All right, there goes Don. There goes Bill. All right, Matt. I'm going to give you, like, kind of the IMDb description of uh, three different movies. They all, uh, in the title of the movie, there you will find a country name. Okay. We'll start with this one. It's from 2004. Don Cheadle plays a hotel manager who houses over a thousand Tutsi refugees oh. during their struggle against the Hutu militia in Africa. Oh. Uh, uh, I'm going to come back to it. <laughs> 1987, Robin Williams plays yes. a U.S. Armed Service radio yes. DJ. Well, that's um, like uh, that's like Good Morning Vietnam or okay. whatever. That I don't know what the, the actual movie's called. But okay, what next? Two thousand eight Baz Luhrmann adventure drama film starring Nicole Kidman and Hugh Jackman. I I don't. I'm gonna have to. Uh, Bill, Bill, <laughs> help me. So the fir- first one, I'm thinking like Rwanda or something. I don't know why, but so um, and I have no idea. Can you repeat the last question? Oh, for sure. Yeah. We'll bring Bill back. That's how yeah. the game. Game works. Um, Bill can now help you. Yes. Let's go over your answers. The first one was, hey, what in uh, 2004 was a Don Cheadle movie where he plays a hotel manager who houses over a thousand Tutsi refugees during their struggle against the Hutu militia in Africa? Why do I feel like it's like Hotel Rwanda or something like that? I don't know, though. I'm making this up. What do you think, Bill? Bill, help me. Yep, yep, you're absolutely correct. Oh, goodness. Okay. And then the The second one, one, you said Good Morning Vietnam, was a 1987 Robin Williams movie. Yeah, but I don't know if that's the actual name of the the movie. I literally just know it. I'm like, Good Morning Vietnam. So is that the name of the movie? 
All right. And then the third one was a 2008 Baz Luhrmann adventure drama film starring Nicole Kidman and Hugh Jackman. That's, uh, do you know this one, Matt? I know it. I don't. Please tell me. It's Australia. Mm. Oh, put it, write it down. Final answer. Come on, Regis. You guys are doing pretty good. I'll yell at Don. All right. Thank you, Bill. Wow, you got your trivia at your fingertips, sir. Nicely done. Thank you. I'm a movie nerd, so oh, what are you going to do? Goodness. Well, you need to, we, you need to teach me because I have failed miserably at this normally, so thank you for helping me. Uh, no problem. No problem. <laughs> okay. Welcome right. back, Don. Hello. All right, Don. Hi. These are all movies that have a country in the title okay. in honor of uh, United Nations Day. I know you guys have been celebrating. <laughs> oh, yeah. Absolutely. Um, we'll start with this one from 2004. Don Cheadle plays a hotel manager who houses over a thousand Tutsi refugees during their struggle against the Hutu militia in Africa. Oh, um... I don't know. Pass. 1987 movie Robin Williams plays a U.S. Armed Service radio DJ. Oh, that's, um... Miss Doubtfire, that's wrong. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, the music. Oh, God, uh, pass. Uh, 2008 Baz Luhrmann adventure drama film starring Nicole Kidman and Hugh Jackman. Oh, Australia. Okay, first okay. one, what? Uh, Don Cheadle, hotel yeah. manager. Second one, Robin Williams, U.S. Armed Service radio DJ. Oh, that is uh, um, uh, Good Morning Vietnam. Okay. We'll give it to you, but it was not enough to beat Bill and Matt because uh, they got all three. What? I the, hate Bill. The one you... <laughs> I love what you, What are you Bill? talking about? So what did I get? You missed uh, Hotel Rwanda. That was the first oh. one. Oh. Yeah. Um, you both got Vin- Good Morning Vietnam and you both got Australia. Australia. Which I've yeah. had to watch for my forced movie reviews. Well, Bill. Bill wins a t-shirt. Bill gets a t-shirt. Bill, awesome. Thank um, you, Bill. Yeah, thank you yeah, so thanks. much. That's um, awesome. Wow. Do you actually want the T-shirt? <laughs> well, yeah. Okay. Yeah, he wants what his is prize. Does it say, does it say hey, um, girl, hey, or hey, guy, hey? It's interesting. I think it's totally <laughs> random, right? Oh, okay. Totally random. Pretty sure. So, I don't know. Yeah, it's let's a, roll the It's dice. some kind of flavor of my talk. You can give it to your kid or Right something. now, I'm wearing the Project Down and Dirty Film Fest, uh, what do you call this, like baseball jersey? Yeah, uh, that one's pretty cool. Three-quarter length. You look very Maybe that'll be today. it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, okay. great. Well, thanks right. a lot, Bill. Hang on, I Bill. Mean, Rocco's going to get your information that. here. And, uh, Oops, sorry. Uh, I cut okay. him off. That's <laughs> all right. Just don't do hang up. Do you want to get tipsy? What do you guys want to do I have a tip, yes. Okay, here it goes. Time for a tip. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. favorite intros. Yes. This is yes. really funny. Um, well, clearly I have a problem with my brain's ability to recall information at times, as evidenced by my performance with this game. I'm to- horrible at it. Today's an anomaly where I could, with Bill's assistance, okay. I had no idea about Australia, by the way. Okay. Like, but I did, I was just like, ah, Rwanda! Like, and then he you glued it together, and he oh. said Hotel Rwanda, we got it. And I, all I knew was good morning, I knew Robin Williams saying good morning Vietnam, like in the show, like in the movie, good morning, Vietnam. But I don't, I didn't know that that was the name of the movie. Oh, I said Mrs. Downfire. <laughs> but anyway, so if 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 you're like us, do you have problems with names? I do. Yep, that's yeah. what this is all about. Okay, so great. Give me I, a tip. This caught my eye because we're talking about the difficulty you might have remembering people's names. I hate 
going on a job interview and you meet, you know, they introduce you to like everyone in the building and you're like having the hard enough time to remember the per- the hiring manager's name. But then they're like, and this person and this person and this person. And by lunch, you've met 15 people and you could you have no idea who anybody's name is. Right. I guess. So here. Yes, we're all feeling this. Here's what you can do to be better at remembering people's names. When you meet someone, create an entertaining mental picture of them. That's what I do. And put something in that picture in your mind that makes you think of their name. For example, if you meet someone named Ross, think of this Ross person at, you know, the apartment from Friends. Yes. Like just glue them together in your brain. So what happens is it it helps to establish that mental picture because it'll help with your brain's ability to recall that information because proper nouns and names, our brains aren't wired for that. No. Our brains are wired for connections and there really isn't a connection between a name and a person. It's it's just kind of an arbitrary label that we've given as a society, right? Yeah, and you just memorize it. There's times when I'm like, and that's I hard. don't know. I don't know what that person's name is. <laughs> so, but but what does make you remember somebody is when they're memorable or they're like a character or you associate something like you're like oh that's so and so he's loud i know that's how you remembered my name so you're like that's matt from the tv he's <laughs> loud and obnoxious so but when you associate that other quality uh-huh it helps you with the, the name so part. it can even be a quality not just like a place that they would be placed like yeah 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 so that's good. So we work with a Ross and I could essentially, if I didn't remember his name, I could just, you know, have them together in a museum, which Ross from, from Friends worked at a museum. So here's yeah. another here's another example. Again, this is uh, from this uh, little trip trip. What am I even talking about? This study about how to you know remember people's <laughs> names. Yeah. Trip, little We're trip. Going on a little trip. We're going on a trip, Dad. <laughs> <We're going> on. <laughs> uh, let's say the name Hazaba comes up, right? Okay. Very unique name. Mm-hmm. Sometimes those are easier to remember than just like everyone who's named like, you know, Beth or Brittany or yes. you know, cause there's so many of them in your life. Right. Um, anyway, if you meet a Hazaba, maybe picture her laughing with a zebra and then the zebra sound. Then it's ha zebra. Oh, right? that's good. So like those mnemonic devices. Sure. Can help. Sure. So if you make these mental pictures, you're going to be able to remember these people's names for a long time, even if you go months and months between seeing them. So this is what I'm embarrassed of. I'm a visual I, person. So this speaks my language. That's you know what I mean? so true. Yeah. I if I don't see someone for a couple of years, like I, I went to school, you know, my K through 12 with pretty much the same people because mm-hmm. I went to a, a Catholic school that was small. Oh, yeah. Right? So you're with people for 12 years. Yeah. I should know all of their names. There were only 46 people in my class. I couldn't tell you half of their names. <laughs> it wasn't because I was like, ooh, I'm, you know. No, it's just that I have such a poor memory. Yeah. I, I will look at someone's picture in my yearbook and go, I don't know. Wow. Don't know. It's bad. It's, it's terrible. Well, I feel like your brain, you know, it's like a hard drive. There's only so much I can and so fit in you there. You have to purge yeah. You know, some stuff from way back in the day. But I can look at the Real Housewives cast from any season and go, that's Brandy Glanville, Fire that's off. Major Parks. That's because that's how you pay your bills. <laughs> that's so true. Yeah, because you, you... Yeah, oh, you're right. Well. So that is... That's good information. Those are good tips. Yes, we got a lot coming up here at this hour. Yeah, what um, are we doing next here? More entertainment talk. Talking about The Crown. The Crown uh, dropping this new season very soon, early next month. And... um you know, there was push and push and push for this, 
And yes, it is now going to start with a disclaimer, with a warning. Are you serious? So I've got the details about that. <gasps> Good deal. That's coming up next on My Talk 1071 Cup. Hey, what's up? It's Steve for Chan Hassan Dinner Theaters. Yes, I'm out in LA for a little bit. I'll be back soon. But I wanted to reach out to tell you guys what's playing on the main stage right now. It is Footloose. Listen, October is a long month. You deserve a night out. Treat yourself to dinner in a Broadway show at Chan Hassan Dinner Theaters. I've said it before, but honestly, Footloose, it's a total blast. You've got great music. The dancing is off the chain and it's just the thing that you need before the weather really turns cold hey chan Hassan also has an incredible concert series with upcoming tributes to oh boy maybe harmonies and duets are your thing if so super duos is the concert for you it's a tribute to great vocal duos and coming down the line a tribute to the hit machine band huey lewis and the news and if you're in need of a laugh yes you are you know you are stevie ray's comedy cabaret has you covered improv comedy with audience suggestions every Friday and Saturday night. Tickets only 28 bucks. There's something for everyone at Chanhassen Dinner Theaters. For tickets and more info, visit ChanhassenDT.com. Chanhassen Dinner Theaters, always entertaining you. If hand, wrist, or elbow. Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. It's the Donna and Steve experience. Donna has the day off. Steve is in LA filming uh, Ring Nation. So you have Maddie B from TV. Woo-hoo. Don McLean here and Rocco, mm-hmm. DJ Rock oh, Lobster. Oh, no, yes. No, 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 no. If you Thank can you. believe it. You're welcome. Um, we've got some entertainment news for you if here. If you can believe it. Yeah. It's really, a lot of times we get it wrong, but this is for sure. Sophia Grace Brownlee, who made her debut into our lives on The Ellen Show. Back I in like the day. pink. Is that, is that the right one? I think so. <laughs> or is that? Yeah. Is it right? I don't know. I don't know, but they are adorable. Her and her cousin. Um, she. Uh, yeah, I like her cousin, frilly dresses. Remember, wasn't that it? I think so. Her cousin's name was Rosie McClelland. And she is Sophia Grace. And then maybe she came back and did like a rap from. Um, <gasps> Nicki Minaj. Uh, yes. All about that bass. Uh, super what? bass. Yeah. Oh, super bass. That sounds right, right? Yeah, that's right. Because See, all about how do that I know bass this is. Stuff? You know it because you are a music aficionado. And I've been on this station and we've talked about it. So, you know, Lori and Julia were big into this when it happened. Okay. I, I like pink and frilly, frilly dresses or something. She's 19 years old and she is pregnant. Wow. And she seems happy about it because she made a video and everything. She did. She's pregnant with her first child, Ooh. which makes us all feel like, where did the time go? Right? Yeah. Like, that is bizarre to me. Um, wow. she admitted, admitted like it was some kind of a terrible <laughs> confession yeah, that she's yeah, yeah. 21 weeks and, uh, really happy about it. Oh, look, there she is with her Little ultrasound, ultrasound picture. She's gorgeous. She has pink and blue balloons all over it. Aww. Um, nice comments only. She says <laughs> nice comments <laughs> only. Like why, why would anybody say anything yeah. weird? Yeah. Oh, and then she, the fourth picture is her, she's stood up and kind of shows her belly. Oh, so cute. So, yeah, congratulations to Sophia Grace. And congratulations to us for making it another year alive. Seriously. (laughs) You know, looking earlier in the hour, we uh, talked about the Twin Peaks reunion. So I was on Sherilyn Fenn's uh, Instagram. And then it was another reminder that time, you know, always wins. She's not um, the same hottie I remembered her in 1989. Right. But it's, that's, you know, Don, that's the way life works. That's, yeah, we change. I don't look the same as I did in 1989. I don't sure. either. I was in eighth grade, ninth grade. Yeah, like so that, yeah, both, both. 
And what about you, Matt? You How were, were you just in a thought in your dad's mind. What, in the 80 what year? Nine. Oh, no, I was five. You were five. Yeah. So you might have been watching Twin Peaks, no? What? <laughs> yeah, Wild if I was babysitting you, you, you would be, yeah, be yeah. like, I got to watch... Uh, I gotta watch my shows. Yeah. So That's you fine. just sit over here That's in color. Okay. I'll play with my Legos. That's yes. Cool. Okay. Tell us about the crown. Okay. I know that Dame Judi Dench had a big problem with it, and yes. I kind of agreed with her. It's a it, well, and so did they. Apparently, here because the crown, yeah, Netflix and the crown, uh, they made an adjustment, and so this again, we're all awaiting season five, which will uh, be released and streamable. I'm told eight a.m. On November 9th. So okay, it's coming right is up. Is that on my list? Let me 8 check o'clock in the morning. The I guess that's Eastern time. I don't know. But uh, yeah, the morning of November 9th, you're going to be able to watch The Crown. And uh, yeah, Judy Dench and others were saying, wait a minute here. This they, they basically had a problem with the creative license. I mean, it's a dramatic. Yeah. It's a dramatic production based on real happenings but they take creative liberties this has been happening all along yeah nobody was in the room when they had that conversation how would they know exactly what the dialogue is so right and so all of this whole i mean people were on season five and we're just getting this but um now you need a warning but uh yeah so uh, apparently it's frustrating people to the point where they were demanding that a warning or a, a disclaimer. Yeah, this is, the says, word I'm this is for. based on events, but this is a fictional drama, something like that. Yes, and so um, that is what's happening. And why is this article not giving me what I need right now? Sorry, I'm stalling. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's Monday, and my computer's upset. That's all okay. Right. Here we go. I'm back now. Um, yes, they've added the disclaimer to the marketing for the Crown, saying the show is a fictional dramatization, and since it's English, it has an S instead of a Z, uh, inspired mm-hmm. by real life events. Uh, yeah, so it shows up now in like the official trailer. They're putting it out there. In fact, it was Judy Dench, but also like the former prime minister, Sir John Major. Oh, Ray, not Ray, the one that just retired after six weeks. Oh no, she's a whole. She barely got her work email set up, and then she was out the door. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Maybe she could never get it to work. <laughs> PC love letter. Uh, <laughs> they raised concerns about the accuracy of the drama, and again, as we were just talking about, of course you have to take creative license here a little bit. Like I think everyone knows that, but they were saying that some people might be watching this thinking like this is exactly history. That's you know. me. Really. Yeah, no. I mean, I do realize that they don't know the conversations, but I think that they have really insider information right. that says this fight happened. This is so I need to be reminded. So the big, the big, <laughs> I love you, Don. Is the, that ridiculous? No, no, it's no, it's why we love you. Um, the big difference is there. There have always been like allusions to this, or like they've said, "Hey, this is a dramatization," but they've added the word "fictional." This is a fictional dramatization. So. Everybody, don't be thinking this is exactly what happened with the royal family. Like, good, cool your jets. I think that is. It's probably best pretty close. It's it really probably is. pretty close, but you know, right? I think they did their research. They're not just making stuff up. Mm-hmm. But there are, no matter how good you research, like you said, there, you know, we weren't in the room when X, Y, or Z happened. So you have to just through contextual clues in right. history that we do know they did their best to accurately portray but yeah who knows for real you yeah. know but uh, i mean there's so many accounts from 
mm-hmm. you know, former staff, diaries, books, people that have well, so many books about the royals. And now we're, this is why it's getting touchy is because we're going, we're coming it's into modern, modern day. Times. Yeah, like and, it you know, just happened. They were already upset about some of the things that were happening mm-hmm. uh, in, you know, about Diana, you know. Yeah. People started getting real nervous. Yep. Yep. Um, then said it was it was cruelly unjust. Well, that's because she's a dame. To the individuals and damaging to the institution they represent. So that's, she is for the she is for the crown. You know, I don't know. She's for some people don't want it to even exist. And I I can't say because I don't live there and it doesn't affect me, but mm. I like the institution of the royal family. Because it's been around for so long. Yeah. yeah. And it does bring in a lot of tourism. Mm-hmm. You know, so mm-hmm. you know, I'm just saying. Yeah. I mean, I've definitely gone there. And, you have. And I have. And I mean, and I and I was drawn to things because of the mystique of the, I wanted to go see XY Buckingham Palace. Let's go see it. You know, um, this series, though, you're right. I mean, it's coming right up into, uh, you know, Diana time. Mm-hmm. Um, Even the it, fallout there. I'm, I'm curious to see how, how it, you know, the first couple moments of the new season is always just like highly, highly produced. And it, they, they hook you in right for the whole yes. season. So I, I cannot wait to see how this one begins. Yeah. If it's if it's with a bang or if it's just kind of if it eases you. into I don't know. I can't wait. I can't even remember where they left off. Oh, because it was I Christmas. Watched... It was Christmas. Remember, they were up at the Sandringham. Balmoral, oh, one of yeah. the yeah, Balmoral. You're right, and the and it was Christmas, and and, and Diana was up in the bedroom, like she's can't, upset. Can't well, do see, this I'm anymore. confused in my mind because I watched the Kristen Stewart movie. Oh gosh, maybe that's what I'm thinking about. I don't know. <laughs> I, I think I think if I'm not mistaken, though, I think season four Help. ended ended with the end of uh, it was the Christmas. I do believe it was the crown. It ended with the Christmas. Yeah, because that yeah. is a big deal. Well, and that's where it got real nasty. Like, it I did. mean, it just got real nasty. So, oh my gosh. so anyway, well, there's the it, morning. When does it start again? November 9th. The morning of November 9th. Uh, so, uh, just you know, take a personal day, you know? Oh, right. Just like I've sit got and those. binge it. I don't think I get those. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? Oh, my Lord. Oh, okay. What else so, you got? Anything? Um, yeah. Matthew Perry, he has a book coming out. Ooh. And uh, that is going to be, this is going to be good. It really Was is. It like a, a lot tell of things. All? It really is. It's about his life. Um, his drug abuse um, oh. and just, you know, being on friends, his life, he's, it's come to a scary point in his life where he almost passed away, you know? Yeah. Uh, so he has revealed, or another revelation is that Jennifer Aniston approached him at one point and said, you got to quit drinking, you know, kind of called really, him out. Yeah. Said, this is affecting your career wow. and um, we want you to get better. And it was also taking pills at the time. Oh, I so. remember. Yeah, I mean, yes. this is, he had problems with his colon and the whole thing. Boy, this book is going to be revealing. Drinking a full you. quart of vodka with a bunch of pills that are, you just can't eat, 55 Vicodin a day. Woo! Methadone, Xanax, and a full quart of vodka. All right. <sighs> Good uh, morning. Let's cheer you up. Coming up uh, in the next hour, the Don and Steve Experience. I'm Don McClain. That's Maddie B. And that's Rock Lobster, DJ Rock Lobster. And just join us next. For nine years, a dangerous man terrorized women, breaking into homes and raping his victims before killing a brilliant young scientist in 1998. The more the victims resisted, the more violent he became. Then he suddenly stops, leaving police with a lot of clues and one unknown subject. I'm Paul Wagner. Join me for Unknown Subject, season three of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast series. Search American Nightmare podcast on all podcast platforms today. 